Mind Over Millennial contains explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. All views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the creators of Mind Over Millennial. The creators are not licensed healthcare, finance, or life professionals, but we're happy to share our Google expertise with you. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to another episode of Mind Over Millennial. My name is Lauren. And my name is Tess. <laughs> I love every time I say my name. Because you say it differently every single time and I <laughs> love it. And we're just going to continue that tradition at this point because that's where we are. Um, <laughs> Tess, how are you? Oh my God, I'm up to my apples. <laughs> It's been a week and a half. Literally, it feels like every day this week has been like a double day. Like every day contains 48 hours. Yeah. I don't know why. And that's okay. But it's just, wow. wow. Yeah. And for everybody that doesn't understand, we're recording on a Wednesday. So <laughs> Yeah. We're recording on a Wednesday at like God knows what time. And this should not happen on a weekday. But that's totally fine because you guys get to enjoy it. I guess whenever you want to, but probably on a weekend. Yeah, hopefully on a weekend. I mean, we release on Sundays, but um, yeah. How are you, Lauren? I am living life. <laughs> and that's about <laughs> as much as I can say. I am, I'm here. <laughs> you are here. Well, you're there because I'm here, but yes. Right. You're in Texas. <laughs> I'm in Florida right now. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> I don't know. Like, honestly... This week has felt a lot better. Like, uh, work's kind of fallen apart for some reason. Uh, I, I, I hope in another episode I can say that everything's fine. But, uh, you know, the, the work, the work life is, is the work life. And is I, it I, too much work? Not enough, not enough work? We'll be vague. Just like, give me, give me vague details. Uh, not enough hours in the day to deal with the amount of, so like for people that don't know, I'm a, I, I work in IT. And I actually am a project manager in IT right now. And there's a lot of She's streams. She's a boss bitch. I'm a, <laughs> She's I'm, boss. I'm, I'm a boss bitch. Uh, <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of streams. There's a lot of integrations going on. And I'm responsible for one of those. And a lot of the other streams uh, are not fully doing their part. <laughs> and we're a month away from launch so it's oh, about one of, yeah it's it's, it's one like of a group project where there's like one or two people that do the whole thing that's pretty much it that's pretty much it right. i'm by the way pet peeve group projects go ahead yeah 
I'm I'm grateful I have another I have another part of this project who's also legitimately in it to win it and that's awesome but it's just it's it's fun shit y'all uh so yeah so yeah nice. that's that's been my week it'll probably be my week for the next month and a half we'll see but uh yeah it's all good it's all good well I mean today we are talking about jobs so there we you are. go we are talking about jobs. <laughs> we are specifically talking about job options during coronavirus. If you have an issue, you were deemed non-essential or got furloughed, all these things that, you know, have happened to some and you've had to, you know, figure out how to work with that kind of happened to Tim and he was in the medical field and supposed to be essential. So it can happen to anybody. Now you got to readjust. Yep. Thus his life roll with the punches. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if, if there's any advice that anybody's going to listen to while they listen to it, it is roll with the punches. Cause oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're going to get punched like as much as you want to dodge every single one or whatever, that's not going to work. So just roll with it. Yeah. Roll with it. I've yeah. yeah. So are we going to talk about like odd jobs or we're going to talk about some options if you're looking for new jobs and maybe some things that aren't on the, in the forefront of people's minds when you're thinking about jobs. Yeah. Um, we've got some online options, which I prefer to call clothing optional options. Um, <laughs> yoga pants, home. yoga pants only. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to tell myself my job during coronavirus, uh, became work from home. Mm-hmm. Primarily, we went back to the office very recently, only part time. We've got like huge cleaning procedures and all the appropriate whatever's in place. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's valid. That's valid. I'm not going to yeah. judge. I just feel I like mean, you- we don't wear masks in the office, but also like nobody's anywhere near anybody. Right. And you also have a very small office. So when I, when you said that there was like cleaning, it's not like you actually have a whole lot of clients coming in. It's just like, no, we have zero clients. Like we're all, um, you know, just together. So we Clorox our own desks down and that kind of stuff. And when I say like, we don't wear masks, it's almost like everybody has their own separate space. So there's none of this, you know, I'm going to collaborate with you right in front of your face or face a client. Anyway. So during the work from home process, um, I realized I had reached a low when one morning I made my breakfast, I made my coffee, have my little eggs on toast and my coffee, and I'm taking it back to my little home office. And I look around and I'm like, oh no, I don't have enough hands for a napkin. I can't grab a napkin. And my brain for the first time since I was two fucking years old said, you don't need a napkin. You have a t-shirt. Yes. I was like, oh no, I haven't seen people do long. That's ideal, honestly. Like, I feel like that is the perfect scenario for any human being to be in. Because what is cloth if it is not a napkin? Right? Like, I, I wear the same clothes to bed that I do to the office that I, like, the only time I change is when I go to the gym. Because where else am I going to go? Right. I mean, you have to look good for the gym. Other people are going to see you. Oh, I don't look good. I just try not to stink so they don't, like, sniff at me funny. Well, you also do jujitsu. So, I mean, you're going to have people under your armpit at some point. So That's true. I also got flop sweat in my face yesterday, but that's a different topic. What? 
you, you know this term. I don't. Ball sweat, flop sweat. Oh no. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Tess got teabagged. Pretty much, yes, I did. <laughs> it was disgusting. He was very hairy. Oh, ew. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't feel like you should have to feel that through the Well, no, clothes. like, no, 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 not the ball hair, just the leg hair and the everything. What? All right. Well. Now that yeah. we've cringed, this is why you need to work from home with online jobs so that you don't get. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a bad segue. Not even so you don't get, just like don't do jujitsu is what we're learning. But do do ju- do do <laughs> jujitsu is fun. That's a different topic. It's fine. I choose to do this. This is another type of therapy. It's simulated murder. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, that's getting cut. <laughs> no, that's what that's a legitimate term for jujitsu. Simulated murder in a padded room. Are you kidding? No, that's what we call it. Like in the community, that's a thing. We simulate murder in a padded room because the mats are padded. Yeah. No, I, that's not a me joke. That's a legit thing. That's insane. I love you. You're beautiful. I love you too. I just, (laughs) (laughs) you can cut it if you want, but like, that's not me. That's a thing. I'm glad you explained it. (laughs) Okay. No, like it's. Because I did not understand. (laughs) No, no, no. Like (laughs) I'm all defensive now. You don't need to be. You don't need to be. I am ignorant. You are fine. Okay. Jobs. Online jobs. Where you don't have all these problems. And if you don't like people or clothes, you're great. Okay, so. Woo. <laughs> these first jobs also make anywhere <clears throat> between 13 and $26 an hour. Ooh. Which... That's not too bad. And these are entry-level jobs. Most of them only require high school or GED. Pardon me. <clears throat> My wine made me burp. How dare you? Right? Bad wine. I'll drink you all. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you I'm up to my eyeballs. It's been a bad week. <laughs> You're fine, love. You're fine. <laughs> Okay, the first one is a call center representative. So yes, you do have to deal with people, but you can be at home and you can like flip them off while talking to them. That's a really bad thing to say, but you can. No, I mean, that's entirely fair. I have a friend who actually offered to be on the podcast today to talk about how much he hates his job. (laughs) And he he, he's a he's a call rep and it's just one of those things and he also is just like you know we get paid way too much for what we do but yeah. you know it's just that's that's the life sometimes and there are also people where you you have to deal with some assholes like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for anybody all the karens and richards will be calling you that is who you will do with yep. Yep. yep so you you probably need to like some thick skin or a substance not abuse thing don't abuse substances but i highly don't recommend abuse wine substances. um <laughs> wine is great but don't abuse substances exactly as i slur my words oh good this is our therapy right right <laughs> the the really nice thing about the call center rep jobs though during the pandemic is they are considered essential because what do people do while they're sitting at home they shop online yep 
So all of the places that you think about for online shopping that kind of outsource their call center reps will be hiring. Overstock, Geico, Amazon, anything like that. They need customer service. They've seen a huge uptick in sales. So they're hiring people on to sit at home in their underwear Mm -hmm. and deal with customers, Mm -hmm. which is great. Another one uh, company that's looking for call center reps is Wayfair. Oh. I don't know about that one, though. I didn't really want to, like, recommend that one, but just be aware, you know. Here we are in the midst of, is it, is it a conspiracy or is it not? I don't know, but, you know, just as bad as their name came out to be after a while, I was like, I don't, I just don't know. I truly don't either. I seriously hope they're not selling children, but, you know, if you can get a job and they're not selling children... Perfect. Great. Awesome. Because honestly, like there were probably enough people like me who worked for them who were like, we don't know if this is true or not, but we're, we're hightailing it out of here. You work for Wayfair? No, no, no. People like me who say like, I don't know if it's true or not, but I don't want to be associated. Oh, okay. I was like, when did did I miss that train? (laughs) Tess is over here in a parallel reality. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't fucking know. (laughs) you're good anyway requirements for call center rep jobs are usually high school or ged so no college required which is awesome you can make up to 26 dollars an hour with no college required that's epic like that's what fifty-two thousand dollars a year almost 60 no fifty-two thousand dollars a year if you don't work overtime you double the hourly to get the yearly math is math all i know Is that I think I made that quote unquote hourly when I was that salary. So, oh, I don't know. Maybe you had benefits and overtime, which some of these jobs do have benefits, such as insurance, pay time off, 401k, yeah. et cetera, which is awesome. And sometimes you can do the um, cash it, roll it, or spend it. So if they give you two weeks paid time off, you can say like, I'm going to take my two weeks paid time off and take a vacation, or you can cash it in and say like, I want you to pay me those two weeks, but I'm going to keep working. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you do have to have, or they prefer that you have some previous customer service experience, which I mean, I feel like pretty much all of us can say that we've dealt with people at one time or another. Well, and I also feel like any millennial can also say like, oh, hey, yeah, I worked a summer job at a pool or I worked at the mall or I did some fucking bullshit where I had to deal with fucking people. Like, and that's the other thing too, is like everybody that is writing their resume right now, don't sell yourself fucking short. Like I know our generation is incredibly like, we want to believe that we're super humble, but like, just don't fucking do it because nobody gives a shit about you being humble. No, when you write your resume, like try to write it through the eyes of your biggest fan. Like, I don't care if your grandma's your biggest fan, if your little brother's your biggest fan, whoever your biggest fan is, write it as though they wrote it because it does need to be third person mm-hmm. to be professional. So almost try to channel like your biggest fan and then put that on paper because that will get you way more interviews, way more, you know, job offers, all that kind of stuff than you being like, well, I did this thing and it's probably way better than you're selling it to be mm-hmm. because don't you're not yourself. Yeah. Like you're giving, you're not giving yourself enough credit. Don't sell yourself short. Right. 
Like absolutely. I, I promise anybody that's listening to this bullshit right now, you are selling yourself short. Just fucking have more confidence in yourself. And this is coming from somebody that has literally zero self-confidence, but I have a podcast. You're so. a beautiful human unicorn. I have confidence in you. You should write your resume with me in mind. I can channel and write it for you. You'll come off as a rock star. I would literally be president of the United States. <laughs> See? Everybody needs that friend. Exactly. <laughs> and anyway, the one thing you should be aware of with call center rep jobs it's not true for every company. Sometimes they need you to be in the state. Mm-hmm. Not always. I actually know a girl that moved cross country, took her job. I think she was with like Allstate or Geico or something like that. Took her job with her because they're nationwide. Mm-hmm. So it matters a lot less. If it's a local company, a smaller company, then you might need to be in state. So just check that requirement when you're applying for the job. Mm-hmm. These kinds of jobs on ZipRecruiter, Indeed.com, Monster.com. You can find a lot of local opportunities, online opportunities with um, these kinds of search engines. And they're really cool. And I've been shocked lately at how good LinkedIn is doing as far as like job recommendation. Oh, yeah. No, it's it, their, their queries have gone pretty pretty far above and beyond i mean i'm also not gonna lie though like in my experience with applying on indeed or excuse me linkedin LinkedIn. indeed or linkedin (laughs) i've i've not had terrible success with them right but there is a wonderful amount of research resources you all okay over there (laughs) I'm fucking drunk. Uh, there's a lot of resources as well as there's there's a lot that you can do to actually like put yourself above and beyond because you can mm-hmm. even, even look at the people that are also applying for those jobs. So like even if you choose to not take that job through LinkedIn, you can also find that job somewhere else like Indeed or mm-hmm. you can find that job like actually going to the website on your own and finding like jobs. That's a really good one, actually, because Indeed has the quick apply button where you can just send your resume and they get thousands of those quick applies and they may be great resumes and they may be one liner resumes that automatically go in the like spam bucket. But if you go to the website directly or even better yet, if you know a person that knows a person that knows a person at that company and you can get like a word of mouth recommendation, those are golden and again this is not for specifically call center reps this is job advice overall right yeah no entirely (laughs) so anyway your next clothing optional clothing optional possibility i'm not drunk i just can't use my tongue right it's late (laughs) y'all it's fucking late (laughs) it's all good is a documentation specialist a documentation specialist. Now we're half British, half Australian. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I told you. I can't use my tongue. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is going to be transcription jobs. So any uh, video service that uses subtitles needs a transcriber. This can be really cool. Um, I actually started and looked at Rev.com, which is a really popular one. I believe they pay by the word or like by the words in the document kind of thing. So that's a big downside of this job is it's usually more supplemental income. You're not going to make 13 to $26 an hour. You might make $150 a month. This is something you could do 
I don't know why you're killing time. Or if you really enjoy typing, that sounds weird. But I had a friend that like loved to type. That was his thing. Some people love to drive. He loved to type. Mm-hmm. So this might be something where, especially if you're transcribing a document that you don't have to listen to, you just need to read it for some reason and retype it. If it's like a doctor's handwriting, you could do that, watch Netflix or something like that. So it's a, you know, and speaking of doctor's handwriting, you also transcribe medical um, notes. Doctors will make medical notes into a recorder. I almost said tape recorder. Oh my God, I'm a nineties child. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not what a recorder is when you said recorder? They're no longer tape recorders. There are no more tapes. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, yikes. So it's just like, it's (laughs) It's it's just like a digital recording. Yeah. Like what we're doing right now. Yeah. God. All right. Well, I'm, I'm done. I quit. (laughs) That's it with this day. No, (laughs) no, just that's it with this fucking life. Like what? (laughs) There's a dog under my chair and he just bumps me and he's like trying to bump my butt. And this is He's trying to make you happy again because I'm bringing you down. But like, no, you're wait. not. You're so you're so great. So, thank you. But <laughs> when you say that, like, is is that like a medical scribe? But it's somebody yes. that's like a tele like a telehealth because I know that there are scribes that go in and actually do this in person. That is true. These are not your in person scribe in, in person scribes. These are telescribes. So a doctor will record something. You will log into the secure site. One of the ones that does this is Nuance. Oh, okay. So you'll you'll have to sign some more privacy requirements and you know do not tell statements that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the doctor or probably not the doctor themselves, but someone on staff will upload the recordings. You will transcribe them and that way they will become patient notes. Oh, neat. I mean, that's, yeah, no, that's a cool job. Yeah. And so that one might pay a little bit more because there are more requirements. Rev.com might be something where, like I said, it's a, a few extra bucks a month. It's, you know, what they used to call egg money or drinking money. I don't know. It's a sad, dude. okay the next one which is situation specific for us right now and i'm not sure how i feel about it but i'm gonna share it with you guys because i want to be helpful (laughs) because that's all we're here for (laughs) is a contact tracer what's that This is someone that traces people who have tested positive for coronavirus with everyone they have come in contact with and then informs the people who have come in contact with a COVID positive person that they have come in contact with this person and need to seek medical help and gives them the information of the local medical facilities. So is that done? Because like I know that the iPhone now has a a specific app that works with the health app in order to like keep people that are quote unquote corona positive all mm-hmm. in the same group via bluetooth um is that the same thing kind of um it was not specific on where they got the information that was definitely something i was not able to find with my little bit of research there yeah but basically you would get information that says, hey, this person tested positive and they came in contact with the following individuals. Call these following individuals and let them know. Mm-hmm. And in a really funny and weird way, it reminded me of that joke 
of when you have to call all your exes with the like herpes phone call. Yes. Like you're the person <laughs> calling everybody and be like, you might get herpes, get tested. Like, <laughs> Hey, by the way, I'm trying to be a responsible adult, but uh, you might have a sexually transmitted disease and I'm not getting paid for it. Wink, wink. Right. Exactly. So you, yeah, I don't know. But again, this is something that if you need a job, this is situation specific. It may go away with hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood and everything else, that corona goes away. But right now, this is... A vaccine or herd immunity because it's a fucking virus and the only thing that's going to fix a fucking virus is a vaccine slash herd immunity. But like, we don't, we're not going to talk about that. So... I'm not a scientist, so I can't speak on the subject. That's what I'm going to say. I had a grandfather that was a medical director. There so. we go. You have you have first person source. I am not a scientist and cannot speak on the subject. The website that I got this information from warned that this job might go away. They weren't sure. So that's where I got my information. Woot woot. I hope the job goes away. In my personal opinion, I, I hope, hope the, the need away. for the job goes away. That's fair. All right. Tess is far more political than I am. I hope the job just fucking goes away. I want to be helpful. I'm a helpful booty. Anyway. I've already decided that my job at the presidential election is gone, so. Oh. Anyway, the what? next possible- <laughs> Tess hasn't. That's what we've learned. Is that Tess is still going to be the first woman president. Test 2025. 2024. Not an election year. 2024 is. Cheers. Holy damn. Cheers. Don't abuse substances. Lauren might be abusing substances. We're not sure. Let's take a poll. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Please do. <laughs> I just spit my wine. That's alcohol abuse. How dare you? Test might be abusing substances. Please take a poll. <laughs> Our next possible online job, I have done! First person source. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. And this is English as a second language online teaching. Oh, yeah. I have done this. Yeah. And, well, and you, you kind of liked it too, didn't you? It had its moments. Ish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, like, it just depended on the kid. Well, yeah. Um, With this particular job, the big downside is you are working around local time of where your students are. Mm. My students happen to be in China. So prime hours to work were from, like, 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. Oof. So I was getting up at hours that I usually see before I go to bed. Um, because I'm a night owl mm-hmm. and a permanently exhausted pigeon. Um, <laughs> both. It's possible to be both, folks. Or like, I don't know if it's possible to be all three, because I don't think I could ever be an early bird. I mean, You're an early bird, a night owl, or a permanently exhausted pigeon. I'm somewhere between the night owl and the pigeon. You really are. I know. Between night owl and pigeon. I'm between early bird and pigeon. <laughs> And that's why this is a difficult relationship. We love each other, but we just don't live in the same time zone. No, we fucking don't. 
We do love each other. I'm sorry. We do love each other. We just don't live in the same time zone. They can think we don't love each other. I don't care what they think. I love you. No, we love each other. I'm not, I'm not getting rid of the ship. Whatever anybody else wants. We can be married. We can be straight. Girl, but girl, I, we, we ain't on no fucking ship. I'll tell you what you, what we on. We're on that little thing that Orlando Bloom and um, uh, Johnny Depp were on in the Pirates of the Caribbean where yes. they're bailing it as it goes. That's exactly where we are. That little itty bitty buoy. <laughs> little buoy with the holes in the bottom and we're like bailing. That they turned upside down just <laughs> to survive. We're exactly right there. You're that's, 110%. That's our ship. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So English is a second language. It was a lot of fun. Um, I I'm staying on, on track. I am staying on track. <laughs> I can't. You're, it's fine. you're I got you. I got Continue. you. I love you. I got you. Um, it was a lot of fun. The kids made it. Like some of the kids were so amazing. And they I had one kid. I think he spoke better English than I did. I don't even know why he was in my class. And through the entire thing, he would tell me jokes. We would play games. And then like every five minutes, I would say, okay, we actually have to do your lesson. Like you have to get through a couple more slides of the lesson because it's pre-written material. So you don't have to make up the lesson or do anything like that. Basically, they give you a PowerPoint and you teach from that PowerPoint. You need to be able to like put on that teacher persona, that big smile. Uh, Props really help. I got some puppets. I got some magnets. I got some stickers. They loved that. And then there were some kids that obviously didn't want to be there and they were there because their grandparents or parents put them in class and those were harder. Mm -hmm. Um, I had one kid that walked away from the computer and I never saw him. It was like, it was a 25 minute lesson. I think I saw him for the first 30 seconds when he turned the the monitor on and then he was just gone. (laughs) It was like, uh, I don't, like, I don't know what to do. So I just sat there because I was really new. And I was like, if I close this lesson, I'm afraid they're going to say that, you know, I did something wrong. I later learned that after a certain time period, if you don't see the child, you can close the session, contact support and be like, hey, I tried. Um, But I sat there for the whole lesson, like, please come back. Like, I want, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. (laughs) Please don't hate me. You're too self-deprecating. You're perfect. Yeah, you're sweet. You talked about having low self-esteem, so we both have this. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Here we anyway. are. We're adults. We've done this. <laughs> Requirements for the online teaching for VIP Kid, which was the one that I did, you do have to have some college degree. You don't have to have a specific college degree or a teaching certification, but you have to have a college degree. Okay, so Tess, what was your degree in? I have a stupid person's engineering degree. Okay, so insofar as your college recognizes, what's the actual degree name? A Bachelor of Science. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> no, like they, no, literally, they didn't even have a classification for it. No, but you, you, you literally, you, you say a stupid person's degree in science, but like for a lot of no, people, no, no, a no, Bachelor no, no, no. in Science. No, 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 you're misunderstanding Im- me. You're misunderstanding me. I have a non-accredited degree in general engineering. Well, it's just not me? accredited because the college did not have accreditation for engineering and mm-hmm. I did not take the engineering exam. So I have a general degree in science, otherwise known as the stupid person's engineering degree because I took all the engineering classes, but because they didn't have accreditation, I can't call myself an engineer. Ish. No, I get, I get legitimately. What, I get what you're saying as far as the accredit, uh, accreditation goes, but like, nah. Mm. What is your degree in, my darling? History. Hey, I like history. That was my, one of my favorite subjects. 
Uh, mine's in history, and I have a minor in psych, which I I live off of for some reason. <laughs> Don't analyze me. I know I'm broken. We'll do that at a later date. We won't do that when we're recording. <laughs> there are other uh, websites, was the last part I wanted to say about this, that you do not have to have a degree. You have to have your GED or your high school diploma, but you do not have to have a degree. So this is a possibility. You can make anywhere between $14 and $22 an hour with the ASL online teaching. And the ones that, two of the ones, there are more, two of the ones you don't have to have a degree for are Cambly and Palefish. We'll put these in the sources if you guys want to look them up. Those are interesting. I've never heard of either of those. I hadn't either, but they were very legitimate. Like mm-hmm. I looked them up, I fact-checked. So, okay. Our next section of clothing, not optional jobs. You have to wear clothes for these guys. Sorry. Well, at least a shirt. Um, no, you're going to need clothes. Oh, all clothes. You need pants. Yep. These are, these are clothing required and these are gig economy jobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite. Yeah. So obviously I think, you know, you guys probably have several names that leap to mind. Lyft, Uber, Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, DoorDash, Instacart, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, these are really cool because a lot of times you already have the um, items or tools necessary. I don't know what to call it. Your, um, to complete if you're your going to be doing one of these jobs, I hope you have a car. <laughs> yes. For most of these, you will need a car. That is something. Yeah. But if you do lift a hundred percent of the time, the median salary, according to salary.com is 30, $36,000. Which isn't anything to scoff at. And also no. like just a segue, my mom decided to sign up for a uh, lift and actually got a thousand dollars off of her new car purchase. That is awesome. And she's never done lift a day in her life other than being a part of lift, but she signed up to be a lift driver and was approved to be a lift driver and got that discount. It's been a couple of years now, so I'm assuming she's in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, there there are definitely bonuses with Lyft or Uber or, you know, fill in rideshare service here mm-hmm. um, where you can get discounts. Sometimes you can even get them off of like tire changes, oil changes, that kind of thing, because they understand you're putting wear and tear on your car, which is something you really need to consider. You're putting wear and tear on your car. You're spending gas money. They're not, you know, paying back for that. They're not paying you for mileage or anything. So make sure that you put that into cost of job operation because the $36,000 is what you make off the top. But then let's say you spend $6,000 on your car Mm -hmm. that brings your overall down. So just consider these things, but it's something where you don't have to go out and fill out an application, that kind of thing. I know Uber requires a background check. Mm-hmm. So that does take a few days. You know, you have to get that back. I think uh, when Tim signed up for his, it took about a week. Um, but Lyft does not. No, nope, Lyft does not. I don't know if that def- defers anybody from using Lyft or not, but like Lyft does not require a background check. So as long as your car passes their little, um, you know, 
point inspection thing, then you can start driving. I know some of the things you do have to have are like automatic locks and windows. So it has to be a newer model car. Um, my old car did not pass that. I looked into it. <laughs> I had a very old car. Um, and another one that I thought was really cool that came up on this list is Amazon Flex. Oh, yeah. You can decide when you work for Amazon, usually drivers, package delivery, that kind of thing. And they can make between 18 and $24 an hour. That's not insignificant. No, it's not. And talk about job security with Amazon. I mean, Amazon's probably not going anywhere unless we get hit by like the atomic meteor of whatever. Amazon's probably not going anywhere. I mean, I literally looked up their stock price, I think today or yesterday, and it was $3,000. Like, yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere unless the United States government goes, you're a monopoly. And like, I'm going to get struck by lightning by saying that, but like, yeah. Yeah, there's very few ways that that could get torn down. So gig economy is definitely an option. And if you don't want to see people, like you want to do contactless, there are always uh, food deliveries, grocery deliveries, like lots of different kinds of deliveries that you can do. And those might not pay as much. I don't think they gross as high yearly. But if you're really concerned with health and that kind of thing, which in this time period, totally get that. Um, there are still options for you where if you say like, I need to start working tomorrow within the week, whatever it's possible. Yeah. So, and I mean, um, I'm not sure if we're going to go into this later, but like there are sites that are also like Upwork. Yes. Um, and, and those are sites where you could also do gigs slash contract work. And I know that because when I originally started my first salary job at a tech startup, like we hired people off of Upwork in order to do some of the writing stuff that we did that I didn't do or anything like that. Like those, there are tons of things where you can look into if you really are just looking for an extra side hustle type job and you have this creative outlet that you're looking to express. There's, there's a lot, or even a skill, like you could be a graphic designer, you could do literally anything and get a decent, rate off of Upwork just from people coming to you and saying, well, what, what, what can you do for us? But really they're looking for you. Absolutely. No, that was kind of the next segue was apps like Upwork. There's another one called Handy, another one called Fiverr. Ooh. They're all along the same thing. You are a contract worker with all of the ones I've named so far with gig economy work. That is something important to consider. Um, but with the apps that we just named, Upwork, Fiverr, Handy, et cetera, you can basically bid out on jobs that you want to do. So when you set up your profile, you say, I'm a handyman. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a coder. Like you can be anything, mm-hmm. a plumber, yard work, dog walking, doesn't matter. Obviously for dog walking, you can also go to, you know, Chewy and some of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say, things like I am a bartender. I have bartending experience. If anybody needs a bartender for a night, I will come and bartend for you. And you get to set the hourly rate at which you get paid. Um, And then whenever someone's searching for that job, you will come up on their search list and they will get to see a list that you have prepared of your kind of mini resume and then what you would charge per hour for that night. Mm -hmm. 
So I thought those were really cool, especially like if you don't want to drive your car, if you want to do something different, there was so many different options from cleaning your house, setting up furniture, plumbing, coding, graphic design, like everything. Yeah. And like something else to keep in mind too, is like when I was a teenager and uh, I was a lifeguard for a while, but also (laughs) did you hit your teeth? I did. Oh, are you okay? I am. Okay. Ow. I hit my tooth with my metal straw. So no, I saw it. It looked like it. No, I'm explaining. Ow. It looks like it fucking hurt. (laughs) Um. So when I was a teenager, I uh, I was a pool. I, I I was a lifeguard. I worked as a lifeguard as a teenager, but I also was on care.com, which I I didn't fully realize was like gig economy because that was also babysitting to me and like Mm -hmm. nannying. And like one of my first jobs ever was doing like a quote unquote mommy and me thing. So like mom could go off and clean the house while husband was away, but Mm -hmm. I would distract the children for her. Isn't that what babysitting is though? Let me distract you. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not wrong, but like babysitting, I feel is like the, the parents actually get to escape and go together no, that's, somewhere. That's true. That's true. I was making a bad joke. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're entirely fine. Cause like it is, it's the same. I can't relate cause I don't have children, but also like I do ditch my dogs enough with my parents that, <laughs> that I feel like I kind of get it. Yeah. Uh, but like it is, it is one of those things like care.com is an amazing source for people that want to have this sort of gig economy and set their own rate for also what they can offer. And, and it can be pretty great. Absolutely. And what I was talking about with contract work, as all of these gig economy jobs are contract, what that means is your taxes don't get taken out before you get your paycheck. Yes. So you're going to get a different tax form for these jobs at the end of the year. That's something to consider. And the tax doesn't get taken off the top of your wages like it does when you're an employee. So Mm -hmm. you are responsible for setting aside part of those wages and then paying them in as taxes um, at, I would say, the end of the year. But like April 15th is when they're usually due. They were due July 15th this year. Apparently it's a fluctuating date now. Didn't know that. Anyway. um, (laughs) COVID, COVID has been weird for everybody. Including- yes, 2020 is just the weird, the year of the weird. Um, yes. <laughs> also Hasht- the- hashtag the year of the weird. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> also, the thing that's hitting me the worst, because I am currently a contract worker, is when you turn 26, you can't mooch off your parents' insurance anymore, and you have to go find your own. Woo. <sighs> And contract jobs are not responsible for providing workers' comp, health insurance, that kind of stuff. You are on your own. So this is like another step of adulting. So Mm -hmm. gig economy is great, and you may be able to start working tomorrow if you need to. But (laughs) consider the fact (laughs) you're also responsible for a ton more shit. Way more than what you actually think you are. Yes, The next one's a fun one. Turning your hobby into a paycheck. Woo! Lauren, if you had a hobby you were going to turn into a paycheck, what would it be? Oh, fuck, buddy. Um, I don't think you can legally get paid for that. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was a great quip. Um, I wasn't saying that I would be paid. <laughs> it's legally to be a fuck buddy. Um, <laughs> I think honestly, at this point in my life, like this is the closest thing I have to a hobby. Beside, I am going to learn with a previous coworker of mine how to quilt. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. So Turning I think into a grandma before your time. I love it. I really, I really just want to be a grandma at my quarter life crisis. Like that's all I want. Well, no, I don't actually feel that because I don't want kids, but that's just me. Uh, I guess it's just the, the grandma ways. I mean, children aren't happening for me apparently. So it's, it don't, don't, it's fine. I didn't uh, say she's telling me don't. I didn't do anything. She gave me a cute little frowny face, but well, that's how you respond to that. I mean, ish, ish. Oh no, I, here I am asking what social cues are. Eh. Okay, aside, we should do a whole thing on the um, Myers Briggs personality types because oh, I'm obsessed <laughs> with those. Not in this episode, but in a future one, we can do that as an adulting as emotional thing. I feel yes. like. I feel yes. like that'll be a fun one, but, it. uh, um, but yeah, I think I, I really wanted, and I've always wanted to learn. I mean, honestly, if I were to get paid from a hobby, like I would have followed acting or singing, but Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. But that's not, that's not in the cards for me and that's fine. So you never know. You're only at quarter life. You never know. That's not in the cards for me. <laughs> okay. I'll just agree with you. Fine. <laughs> Maybe. maybe this podcast <laughs> i like that i like that i don't think i'm funny enough to get paid for comedy but hopefully maybe we'll see i think we could be ish i said me i didn't say you oh i'm awkward enough that people will laugh at me and pay me for it probably maybe Is we'll see comedy? follow our patreon at <laughs> we don't have one yet <laughs> We keep saying that. Eventually, somebody's going to message us and be like, um, can't find you guys. One of these days, it'll be true. Anyways, what about you, Tess? If you could have a hobby. <sighs> Jiu-jitsu. that I got paid. Well, actually, no. I don't want to get paid for that. Really? No. The, those that actually, like, train and that is their job, they train crazy hard. They watch their diets more than models. Like, yeah. I wouldn't – I don't think I have the strength to do that. Um, also, I get injured too easily. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, um, I think I would go into either professional cuddling or professional friendship where you get, is that an option? Oh yeah. That's a thing. You can be paid to be like a professional cuddler and people will pay you by the hour to do nothing sexual with them, but you just come over and like you hold them. Well, fuck it. I'm quitting my job right now and I'm just going to go cuddle people. Yeah, you can cuddle them. Or sometimes people just want you to, like, have a meal with them or have friends or that kind of thing, which, like, I feel kind of sad for people like that. Like, I understand that in at points in my life, I've been there and I've wanted somebody to kind of just come and hang out with me. And, like, I understand that it is monetary, so that cheapens it a little bit, but I have a genuine care. So it's kind of like... What's the difference between that... And being like a sugar baby that doesn't have sex with somebody. A contractual agreement, protection under a company. And I think there's a little bit more morality to say like, these are the terms before you walk in versus I'm going to use you. So these are legitimate jobs. 
Yes, these are legitimate companies and you don't, it's not a freelance thing. You go to an online company. I'm not going to quote any because I feel like this is a little too fringe. Um, but these are legitimate online companies. You sign up to be a professional cuddler and you kind of have basically like an ex escort profile um, where somebody can look and be like, this is who this person is. And then you go and like, you know, lost you there for a second. You go and cuddle those that have hired you. And there is a big downside to it because like if you get a smelly person or a creepy person or whatever, like there are big downsides to it. But if I was going to do something just for money where it was like, I want to just hang out with people and make their day a little bit better. I don't know. (laughs) No, I don't judge you at all because honestly, like I would not be against professionally cuddling until I did like probably two or three weeks of it. And then I feel like I would be like, "Mm, this isn't my life. I mean, I would be a stripper, but I don't think Tim would approve. And also I don't really know that I can make money doing that. I think I could have been a stripper when I was like 23, but I was also married. And I don't think Ian would have appreciated that either. There are downsides. (laughs) Yeah. I look at the fat stacks. Like I had a friend when I was a kid. Like, I mean, I was a kid. And mm-hmm. and she was older than I was, obviously, but she was a stripper and she, <laughs> she made a fair amount of money. Oh, yeah. No, they make great money, especially the ones that look at it as a professional job rather than just like, oh, I'm doing this because mm-hmm. like uh, there's Colleen. I think she's TikTok. Um, I'm like, that's her job. And she's really upfront about the fact of like, I chose to do this and I like doing this and I want to do this and I don't feel cheapened by it. And just even the fact she owns that is amazing and highly respectable. Oh yeah. No, I wish I, I wish I had that self-esteem and I don't, but you know, more power to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So this can be anything from arts to crafts, turning your hobby. I have a great friend. Um, actually we hired her to do the artwork for mind over millennial and that's her, one of her main jobs. I think she's got a couple cause she's kind of gig economy but she's an epic artist. Shout out to uh, Sergeant Graves on Facebook. Or I'm sorry, Instagram. Sergeant Graves on Instagram. Oh yeah. And no, she's yeah. She did dope. She's amazing, and she makes. I think I have not asked her her salary, but I know she makes money from her art. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, like that's the same with my friends. That like I went to a performing arts high school, and a lot of my friends are doing great shit. Like I know Zach Air is doing great shit. Uh, Gabriel Ramos is doing his own stuff, but like, I mean, those are people that truly are trying to follow the dream and like it, it takes a lot of work and dedication and it's, it's its own grind. And like, I have friends that are actually very successful that are in like Nashville right now. Um, I don't want to speak on their behalf because I didn't ask for their permission, but um, I know a couple of people that are in Nashville that are legitimately like selling music and, uh, like tracks on uh like sample tracks and stuff and it's like you you, we i guess we not you but like you and i tess would consider it to be a hobby but like these are things that legitimately can be your life and like that's amazing it is like it's fucking fantastic especially for you know people that are creative like there's nothing that's really holding you back other than you yeah so yeah just fucking go for it to quote barney stinson that's the dream that is the dream. That is the fucking dream. Like right there. Yep. Yeah. So 
next category that we have as far as what happened to your job during Corona, <laughs> Corona killed the job <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah. Are temporary jobs. Mm-hmm. And this is just like walking into a gas station and getting a job. And don't poo-poo that because there are legitimate large gas stations and convenience stores that you can make a lot of money starting. I believe, and I am currently trying to look up because I know I have the screenshot somewhere, that Bucky's starts you off at $14 an hour. No, fucking Bucky's does start you off at $14 an hour. Like when I lived in Texas and they were hiring people, it was $14 an hour. <laughs> They start you at $14 an hour and you can work up to, I think, 50 grand a year as like a store manager, that kind of thing. You're um, kidding. No, Bucky's is legit. Love Bucky's. Bucky's is legit and everybody gets three weeks paid time off. Love Bucky's. All right. Well, fuck it. I'm just going to go buy my next girl from Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For people that don't know in, in Texas and in the South, the South Central, Southwest... Like, I think Bucky's is Texas. I'm pretty sure. I think there was one when we were coming home from Michigan. So like it's kind of southeast, southwest. I think Okay. They're spreading from Texas. They are spreading from Texas. It is a Texas change, but it's it's a gas station kind of like a Loves, which is also probably like southeast, but like it's it is basically like a Walmart gas station. It is. And it's amazing. And you can actually get a grill there. So like, yeah, you can get out. brisket, you can get fudge, you can get basically, you know, paninis, all that kind of stuff. And then they've got their humongous gas station part. They've got t-shirts and merch and kitchen appliances. Like so I, I went and bought my brother's what My brother registered his wedding at Bucky's. All right, so Bucky's now we're asking you to sponsor us. That's essentially <laughs> what we're saying right now. Is that Bucky's we love you? Yeah, Bucky's we love you and uh, sponsor us. That's it. Yeah. Also, they have the cleanest bathrooms around. So anyway, working at a convenience store, like I understand that that comes with usually a mantra, but not in the case of Bucky's. <laughs> so. That's an option. Amazon warehouses. We talked about Amazon Flex earlier, but Amazon warehouses are also exploding right now because of the amount of things that are being ordered online. Mm -hmm. Again, these are not jobs, unfortunately, that you can stay home and have clothing optional and, you know, not touch and talk to people. Or I guess you don't have to touch them, but like you be around them. Don't, um, don't touch people unless you want a sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah, no. We're not was, we're not. That wasn't what that. I meant. I was talking like bumping elbow kind of touching. I wasn't talking like ooh, touch. Oh, okay. So rubbing elbows as opposed yeah, to Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just you're you're too innocent, and I'm here to tell everybody that's getting the, the word touching in an inappropriate way. That no, wrong. I heard it too. I'm not that innocent. I just mean one thing and say something anyway you're sweet <laughs> thanks for being naive i don't know <laughs> anyway the next one is pharmacies oh Didn't fuck really well we just moved from from right. Amazon to, to drugs. Here no, we go. No, I know. I didn't realize this, but apparently pharmacies are seeing a, a hiring surge during the pandemic. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense, though. You no, it does. The, yeah. 
And again, this is not like jobs that you have to have a pharmacist license for. You're not going to be behind the counter with the drugs. So sorry. But this is CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, anything like that. They're seeing a hiring surge. I was kind of surprised too. Oh, so like the people that are just like doing the checkout in the pictures? Uh Yeah, the people on the floor, they're seeing a hiring surge. I'm not really sure why. I think they're another one that was an essential business. And when everything else closed, the essential businesses like Walmart, your local grocery store, your local pharmacy, CVS, Rite Aid, whatever. They were still open. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only place we can fucking go. So. Yeah. Well. (laughs) Ta-da. Another one that's been really cool lately, and this one does require a specific license, and that is a CDL driver, like a truck driver. Yep. That's another one that's seeing a hiring surge because all of those places that we just talked about that are staying open because they're essential, their goods have to come from somewhere. And these, you can make $60,000 a year and you get a hiring bonus because they need people and they need them quickly. So if you can get your CDL or you do have your CDL, look into a trucking company. Yeah. And also like, I'm sure my brother could speak on this a little more because he actually does work in produce. Um, but you know, throughout the holidays and everything else, like truck drivers are a commodity because Mm -hmm. they also work for some, some work for certain unions where there's a lot more money to be made there as well. And I also made a joke when, (laughs) when I first graduated from college and moved to a military town with my husband and saw all of these CDL things. And I was like, well, I could make $60,000 a year working as a truck driver. And I like to drive. Why don't I just do that? (laughs) Apparently I was told that I couldn't do that, which like valid, not valid, whatever you do. I mean, you do the math for me. It has nothing to do with my gender. I couldn't back the fucking thing up. Ah, fuck. I I know how to drive. I drive recklessly, but I can drive. I could drive it forward. I couldn't get it in a parking space. I think you could. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I've driven a horse trailer. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Can't drive the damn thing. Well, Bruce Neck is different. Eh. Anyways, all this to say, I'm obviously not a CDL driver, but I certainly (laughs) don't slam it because you can make fucking bank. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you can, if you can back up a gooseneck trailer and you've got that CDL cert or you go get it, like again, some of these certifications or some of these jobs that need certifications, I used to think that that's like a super involved task. It doesn't have to be. You can get them in a week, a weekend. Uh, These are like, I need money kind of jobs. Like let's go. It's not go get a two-year degree. This is go get a job. Yeah. And these are also people that are looking for people to do these jobs. That, yes, absolutely. And the last one does require a slightly longer certification. I think it takes approximately three months and that's an EMT basic certification, EMTB, yep. um, which is the lowest one you can get. You can't give IVs or um, like your narcotic medication, that kind of thing. And this is another time, the time of COVID specific job, mm-hmm. a COVID screener. Oh, the people that take the temperatures. Oh God. Wait, before you poo-poo. Because I am. I am totally poo-pooing. Before you poo-poo. Okay. They are contract. They set their hours. They make 20 bucks an hour and they get mileage reimbursement. Well then fuck it. I'm leaving my job right now because it's a lot less stress. And you get bonuses for working on holidays. Tim actually has this job. 
And every time he works a holiday shift, he gets an automatic 50 bucks extra. Blessed him. Blessed him. Bless, bless everybody that's doing this type of thing during this pandemic, during this time period. But Hey, we need you. It's okay. No, we do. We do need you. Just, whew. That's impressive. No. Okay, the last section's a fun one. Let's have fun before we close. Fun! Unexpected ways to make money. Love that. <laughs> I, I need more of that in my life, honestly. So tell me, Tess, how do I make, how do I make more money? Unexpectedly. The first way is to be a, quote, accountant. <laughs> oh, fuck, what? That's not what that means. Let me say I'm an accountant. It means you're a stripper. Oh, fuck. Well, that's not happening. Again, 23. (laughs) Well, there are ways, such as OnlyFans being the one that's gotten humongous over the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people pay for your subscription, similar to Patreon or anything like that. And they can request specific things through instant message that cost extra. And that's how you make your big money on OnlyFans. It's not through the number of subscriptions you have. It's through how loyal your followers are. Interesting. So somebody can uh, request a certain type of picture, a certain type of video, a certain type of, if you actually send items, items. I don't recommend that for lots of reasons, but you do you. You're a beautiful human unicorn. You do you. Ayo. You fucking get it. Like I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I don't want to be sending my DNA to other people that are randomly in the mail. That's my thing about it. Hey, yo, I'm not even comfortable sending my own husband pictures that are compromising. But like, if no, you, do, you, you do you, you do whatever you want. I'm not judgmental. If you make money off of it and you are comfortable doing it, all you, honey. Oh, boo-boo. yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Agree with that. Another one that I really loved is thrifting. Yeah. If you have an eye for value, like you know when you look at something that that's expensive or you really like vintage clothing, something like that, spend some time thrifting. Thrift stores are open again, mostly, at least where I am. I can't speak for everywhere. Um, you have an eye for value. Go pick something up, steam clean it, dry clean it, and sell it on Poshmark. You can, mm. you can upcharge. Yep. Or charge what it's worth because maybe the person that put it in that thrift store doesn't know what it's worth. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like house flipping on a super small scale. <laughs> I mean, but you're not wrong. Like that, that is what it is. Yeah. And you're just taking, you know, your ingenuity and your, I don't know, hobby or gift or whatever it is and using it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last one. This is my favorite one. It's so stupid. <laughs> It's stupid, but I loved it. And honestly, I thought about like starting my own business and doing this. So don't steal my idea or do. I don't care. Dog poop scooping. Yes. (laughs) People don't want to clean up after their dogs. No, especially not in the hoity-toity neighborhoods. Yeah. In the really high dollar bougie neighborhoods, there is a market for dog poop scoop removal and you can charge $45 a house per week and show up once a week with a trash bag and a pooper. You don't have to touch it. It's really not that gross. 
like it, it's on a big long like four foot pole with the little you know jaws of life on the end i just literally cannot imagine people that are like cosmetologists that are hearing for an hour's worth of work they cut somebody's hair for 45 dollars an hour hearing that you can also just pick up dog shit from enough houses <laughs> it's not fair man it's not fair according to penny hoarder you can make as much as $60,000 a year ha- having a dog poop scoop business. And I mean, there are things to consider, you know, is this dog dangerous? Is, or am I good with dogs? Like all that kind of, yeah. Okay. Consider the things that are negative that get that. Yes. Well, every oh job my has goodness. Oh yeah. My goodness. I mean, like of anything. And like, honestly, this isn't to say that you're taking the dog outside. This is literally like you going into a the backyard. Fit. A fancy person's fucking yard and picking yeah. up their dog shit. Their dog's shit. Yeah. And a poop scoop. Like, that's a no-brainer. No, I know. <laughs> Whenever I was little, I remember, you know, the big thing to do was to get a lawnmower and, like, try to start your own lawn business when you got to be, like, 14 with a little yep. push mower. We didn't have weed eaters and all the fancy stuff. We just have little push mowers. Mm-hmm. But you don't even need a push mower. You don't have to have that much of a down payment on something. Get a dog poop scoop thing and the trash bag, and that's it. A nice $25 investment, and you could make $60,000 a year. Hells yeah. That's insane. That's just, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's really cool. And I, I thought about seeing if I could strike my shingle out doing that. I don't know. I mean, fuck, if I could make money picking... I pick up my own dog's poop for free. I pick up other people's poops. Other people's dog poop <laughs> for money. Pick up other people's shit. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that. No, that's the customer call center rep. Oh, valid. That is. Yeah. 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 But they're yeah. not making as much as a dog poop sco- a scoop guy. Well, I mean, y'all just get your dog pooper scooper and find a fancy fucking neighborhood full of white people and you'll have your, you'll have your go-to. Well, let us know what you think of the jobs episode. Let us know if you helped, if we helped you out or if it was just not on target this week. Let us know. We love your feedback. We want to hear what you guys are thinking. And let's see, Lauren, do we know what we're covering next week? Can we give them a teaser? Um, we could potentially be talking about either master's degree next week we could be talking about another gab session we could be talking about more covid bullshit which is entirely possible because covid never seems to fucking end um but also to that point you know send us something at mind over millennial podcast at gmail.com so that we can hear what your fun or shitty job experience was for our next adulting as emotional session Absolutely. Yes. We want to hear how your adulting is emotional because we want to put it on the podcast with your permission, of course. Oh yeah. And And also follow us at uh, mind over millennial podcast. So you can see our cute puppers and maybe we'll even post pictures of some of our job experiences. Oh yeah. We could do that. We could do that for sure. I've got some funny pictures from different jobs we've done. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. So let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear about next. Do you want it to be serious? Do you want it to be about you guys? Or do you want us to just shoot off our mouths some more and come up with some hopefully comedic content? We love you guys and we will see you on the next one. Bye guys. Mind Over Millennial Music by Zach Yara and Gabriel Ramos. We are funded mainly by ourselves, but we're not too proud to ask for support. 
feel free to drop us a line to learn how you can keep learning from our mistakes and Google sources, of course. <laughs>